Yeah, umzabalazo doesn't stop, does it? And that Sandy Swamazwai uh, Zabalaza. And I guess, you know, what a befitting song, considering that uh, uh, we had one of the biggest awards uh, ceremony last night, um, trying to just recognize people's human rights and uh, it's a movement uh, you might see it as just an award ceremony a function um, but uh, you know listening to the speeches looking at the amount of uh, activism that was in the room you can't help but just say um, uh, the struggle continues and right now joining me as uh, one of the speakers and guests uh, yesterday uh, joining us uh, just uh, to reflect I did say that I was looking uh, for the word um, that I can describe uh, yesterday, last night, and I found it. It's uh, spectacular, I guess. Uh, that's exactly what it is. All right, uh, Ricky Hositao uh, um, Kanza. Uh, shall I say Mrs. Ricky Hositao uh, Kanza uh, joining us on the line right now. Good afternoon and welcome. Hi, Mrs. Kitalda. How are you doing? What an awesome experience. Absolutely. It was absolutely incredible, seriously. And and you needed to just open your heart, open your soul, and uh, be uh, allow yourself to be teachable, uh, to connect to what last night was about. It was not just about an eventing uh, ceremony. So, I, I mean, that's how I feel. How do you feel post last night? I mean, last night for me, as a person who is doing what we call formal human rights defense mm. and protections and proliferation. Yesterday was a huge reflective moment around how far we've come, both yeah. as a people, as Africans, just looking at the various struggles of women, of girls, of young persons, of LGBTI persons, more specifically for yesterday, and how far we still yet are yet to go. Ten years of the awards is incredible to just take stock of how we've had the Simon Goddies who've really pushed the envelope in so far as both mm. HIV um, protection for, L- for persons living positively and also just around LGBTI rights, looking at people like Justice Edwin Cameron, who've also been pioneers in ensuring that then our own legal jurisprudence really speaks to who we are as a people and that our constitution is one that is a lived reality for all people. So yesterday was fundamentally about reflecting and taking stock of where are we and looking mm-hmm. at ourselves as LGBTI persons and looking at the situation around the continent, particularly as South Africa, where we are a bit ahead of a lot of other African counterparts. That's to say, it. How, what can we do as a country to continuously also push the rest of the continent to recognize human rights as something that is universal, as something that is inalienable, that you cannot separate any right from the other? Yeah. Now, look, for people who don't know Ricky's um, struggle, Ricky's activism, uh, obviously it is Googleable. Uh, but just to put context, you are mm. one bold soul, if I can put it that way, uh, because through your story, so many um, will, will will actually get the dignity that they deserve, the freedom of expression and uh, equal protection of the law. You're taking on the whole country, the whole <laughs> government of the country. I mean, just briefly, if you can, if you can tell us about your yeah. activism and why we even get to saying Mrs. Riki Hosita Ganza. Thank you so much, Mr. 
I mean, mine in brief was a struggle that began in 2011. I'm originally born to a South African family, but my siblings and I, we the generation that I come out of, was born in Botswana. So I've lived equally between the two countries, but carrying and bearing the citizenship of Botswana. So in 2011, I, at the time that I was now moving from Johannesburg, moving back home because my mother wasn't well, I lost my identity card from Botswana, which mm-hmm. only still bore my birth registration, which was that I was male assigned at birth. So in 2011, I wanted just to simply replace this ID. Unbeknown to me, I would descend on a seven-year battle of having to go through the court, the highest court in the land, mm-hmm. that a court order in order to be able to assign myself as a woman. So fast forward, 2011, 2017 is only when we get to win the case in the high court, December 12th last year. And with that, it also then made sure that it granted me then the opportunity to marry the man of my dreams, oh, which wow, now man. happened this year, just this past month of October on the 27th, which happened to be my 31st birthday, partly because of wanting to just celebrate a transgender woman yeah. whose family has been very proud to raise her as a girl. Because my family raised me as a girl from the age of eight, even though from the onset it would have seemed as if I was a boy and should have been raised as a boy. Unbeknown to them, this person would grow out of a male body to become this beautiful girl who at this point in time now is an executive director to an INGO called Accountability International. So I hold leaders accountable to Skrizelda on the personal level Uh and on the professional and you speak truth to power. And I, I watched you guys last night absolutely smitten with uh, Mr. Kanza. It would have been a love crime not to allow you to just be. Thank you so much for taking our call. No, absolutely. It's a pleasure on my part. I mean, we need to continue to just visibilize ourselves for society to normalize our existence. And that's the way that we will continuously breed the kind of acceptance that we want and bridging the gap between society and the law. Yeah, thank you. Thank you very much. And uh, congratulations on actually just claiming your identity, uh, that which you rightfully deserve. Thank you. Thank you. Here, there, and everywhere. SAFM 104.6 FM in Twane. Welcome once again to Lifetime Live with me, Chris Alda Dudumash, and we're reflecting on the further words uh, that happened last night and speaking to some of the winners. And uh, last night, uh, recognized we, um, Lucy Litzeke and Steve Litzeke, uh, Mr. and Mrs. Litzeke. It's Mrs. and Mrs. I keep correcting myself. And uh, uh, Steve Litzeke is a, a director of Access Chapter 2, human rights organization that focuses on uh, LGBTI rights and a winner of the cutest couple with his uh, with her partner Lucy. Good afternoon and welcome Steve. Good afternoon Priscilla. Thank you so much. I must just say congratulations. <laughs> Thank you you so guys much. did look cute actually. <laughs> <laughs> No, thank you. Thank you so much. I think, you know, Lucy was gorgeous and she would definitely compliment me all the time. Oh, absolutely. absolutely. Uh, she brings out the some spark in you. I, I love it how um, whenever you are in uh, Lucy's company, there's a sense of calm. Like the, uh, the, the activist in you uh, gets calmed a bit. Uh, and <laughs> <laughs> then you know, then you know that a person is smitten. But thank you so much for taking our call and congratulations. I mean, looking at uh, 
feathers uh, tw- 10 years later and acknowledging that uh, there are so many uh, rights that are still violated uh, throughout the globe, especially in Africa, and uh, the right to marry the one that you love, uh, the, mm. the right to sexual preference uh, is still violated in some countries. So what would be your take in what happened last night? Yeah, you see, Christelda, I think for me, <clears throat> we need to recognize you know, some of the privileges that we have here in our communities and here in South Africa. I mean, you know, <clears throat> the fact that we are able to hold hands, we are able to embrace one another, mm-hmm. love in public. You know, it's, it's a privilege that many do not have in the region and many others in other parts of the world. Mm-hmm. And I think for me that what happened yesterday to recognize a same-sex couple, it's, it's, <clears throat> it's a recognizing love that, you know, it's, it's, it's worn amongst all of us. It's to say that couples are diverse yeah couples are diverse and 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 it's about embracing that and here we are we wanted to recognize that privilege that we have and Mm -hmm. really to celebrate the love that we have for one another through that recognition to say that we do have same-sex love and that wins it was diverse and it was really appreciated by us. And I love the fact that, uh, I mean, you were placed against um, heterosexual couples that uh, <laughs> we, we need to get to a place where we normalize people's choices. Yeah, yeah. No, absolutely. And I think, I think for me, you know, the nomination goes to everyone who was there and who was mm. nominated. But for me, I think as we walked there, as we, we were looking at that, was to embrace one another. And, and, and I think the, the award itself, winning it was dedicated to everyone that has a partner, a spouse, you know, to then say, we celebrate you, we celebrate us, and we then have to all work together to recognizing others who can't share this love publicly. And then your your cute wife then goes to say, uh, we are willing to share this with any couple, but you must be in love, uh, that you, we, we can exchange, that this month we keep it, then it goes to, I mean, that was the sweetest thing to say. It just added on why you were voted the cutest couple. <laughs> you know, you know, Lucy's always like that, right? And I think every time she opens up her heart and her space to 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 everyone, and I think I think it was a special thing. She took me by surprise, of course, and <clears throat> which we then have a task for the next twelve months. You know, to literally those we recognize to say, come or those who want to share this space and the, 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 the award with us, you know, to then say it will be in your home, we'll come to you and so forth. And I think a, a lot of people made their offers already last night, mm. you know, to say you'll start, you'll start with us, oh, you know. So, so I think, you know, that's, that's what we're willing to do, you know, until it comes back, it must rotate. So, we must embrace one another. So theming uh, the awards around uh, Simon Goli, uh, what yeah. does that mean to the um, LGBTI community? Because uh, this is one of those South African icons that w- were lost to just fighting a cause and yeah. we never yeah. get to, got to know about him. We never yeah. got to celebrate his contribution to human rights um, uh, activism. Yeah, I, I think, look, Simon Goli is one of the... 
icons that we have, you know, in South Africa. And, you know, yes, he has passed, and there are many that still lives on today. Mm-hmm. Um, but Simon Koli, you know, always there's a message that reminds us that we are here, we are here to stay, and that we're not going to be able to separate our struggle. The fact that he was an anti-apartheid struggle, you know, hero, uh, uh, um, you know, amongst us, and that he was black. And he was gay. Mm. And also, even if he died in 1998, he died of AIDS. Uh, um, you know, so the fact that he was out and open, he was one of the people who, who actually founded and, and organized Pride March in 1990. You know, alongside mm. Bev and many others. So, 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 so for me, for me, is that how do we still continue to recognize? this person and i think it was excellent of the feather awards it was excellent of the tamidish foundation to change the name of the feather of the year award to simon Coley. it's that recognition that we still continue and and who who was best to win it you know as the first person you know Pumintetra, and who was one of the few people, few LGBTI persons who met Nelson Mandela during the time of constitutional uh, constitution development at mm. that time. So, so, so for me, I think um, it's, it's a turnaround and growth of the Feather Award, and, and, and here we are, we're celebrating it in that approach. One of the uh, pleas that were made by uh, the founder, Tami uh, uh, Gotlolo, was that, you know, in this space, this is who we are. We are regarded as a minority group. Mm-hmm. Can we collaborate? Can we work together? Can we stop using social media yeah. to break one another? I thought that was powerful. I think it's, it's very powerful. Um, you know, I, I, I posted earlier as well on social media to say, one, there needs to be positive criticism mm. and that comes. Uh, we cannot uh, be literally in a way that does undermine each other's effort. We mm. all come from different backgrounds. You know, I also don't uh, uh, think that we, ha- we carry the same strength. We've got various levels of our own contribution. So my view is that when we criticize, it must be positive criticism. And I think because we all have open doors, open phones, we're each other, all of us have open lines to one yeah. another that... When you're doing something wrong, you know, Chris Elda. I Absolutely. Mean, if it's I will give you a call and say, Chris Elda, Let's talk about it. This yeah. This is not the right direction. Absolutely. So, uh, let's look. So how do we empower one another? So we should not use the space to just attack and, and also uh, 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 be in a way that undermines each other's efforts. Now we have five seconds. Now we have so, five seconds. And I'd like you to reflect yeah. on that moment, Gus Java. Of course. Oh, Java. Oh, oh, my God. You know, actually, he brought all the memories of why we continue doing this Man. work. Because oh. it, it is celebrating those who have died. You know, it's sight of struggle because sight of struggle is felt in our bodies, Chris Elder. And I think for me, it's Java's view contribution and he deserves I think we're going to have to we're going to have to hold that thought take and use headlines and then you can conclude um, uh, that thought Lifetime Live with Chriselda Dudumashe
Thank you for tuning in. Uh, it is uh, 29 minutes to two and uh, we continue leading the conversation and right now focusing on what happened last night. This is the Further Awards, um, a show that uh, recognizes and celebrates LGBTIQ community and iconic personalities and achievers who aspire many, who inspire many. And uh, we speak right now to yesterday's winners of uh, uh, the cutest couple. Steve Liseke is... Um, uh, uh, also uh, speaking on behalf of uh, uh, her partner, uh, Lucy Litzek, director of Access Chapter 2, and they won the cutest couple. Now, that moment, Gus Java, yo, that was awesome. That was deep. It was, it was. Uh, so unexpected. Uh, maybe if you can just start by uh, describing the outfit and the meaning thereof. Yeah, I think, look, one, he was wearing a white cloth. Um, you know, actually representing the the, the the woman in it, and 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 I remember actually some this cloth reminds me of Tokozani Daba, who wore the kind of cloth in in injustice, uh, uh, representing a woman in justice as well. And mm-hmm. here uh, Java was wearing that cloth, and it remind me reminded me of that uh, of Tokozani Daba. But also, on top of his head, he was wearing a box with many faces. And these many faces that we have lost because of hate crimes in South Africa. Mm. And his message was deep, Chriselda, to say, as a musician and, and, and receiving this award, it's really about me recognizing the LGBTI persons and people who have died. Mm. And we live on, Chriselda, I'm alive. Many yeah. people are alive. And, and, and yes, we might be living in places where we feel or we think we are safe or whether in communities in our townships where we think we are safe but many people have lost their lives and java was reminding us of that there are many people even outside south africa mm. tanzania is another case here because lgbti people are, are, are witch hunted uganda and many other places we are alive here and java was reminding us the struggle continues because people are dying. Absolutely. Now, thank you. Thank you very much. I'll uh, send our congratulations uh, to Lucy as well. Uh, thank you very much for taking our call. Thank you so much for the invitation. And that is uh, Steve Litzeke, who is uh, Director of Access Chapter 2. And uh, her and her partner, uh, Lucy Litzeke, won the cutest couple last night at the Feathers uh, Award. And uh, right now joining us uh, is a recipient of the Simon Goli Feather Award. And what a moment. Pumim uh, Teto, good afternoon and welcome. Thank you so, so much uh, for taking our call and congratulations. Thank you, Chriselda, and thank you for this coverage. So, how must you feel? I mean, Simon is one of those icons that um, are so understated. And having to fight the system of apartheid, uh, having to recognize that I am gay in an environment as, as a black man that does not accept people like me, and, and decide that I'm going to fight to the bitter end, uh, combine my struggle uh, to be recognized as a human being first, and then, um, you know, take the message to the globe. And, and you get to be the first one uh, to be recognized, uh, to be befitting to associate with Simon Gould. How How must that feel? Thank you, Chris Alda. I mean, many people um, active in LGBTI activism today do not know Simon and Gordon. Mm. Um, that is an unfortunate thing. Many of us who knew Simon 
mean, I met Simon in 1989, you <laughs> know, as a young kid um, in Guatemala. He was just an amazing person, even outside of his activism, just as a human being. Mm. The type of uh, political education and commitment that could just come through, whether we were cooking or whether we were plotting, was always present. And he was the funniest person. Uh, we used to tease him and call him a drama queen sometimes. But uh, through it all, whether through the Delmas prison child, that in many ways uh, marked, you know, what he would then do for the rest of his life uh, after that, is that he remained very firmly placed in relation to um, a type of political uh, activism that he would do. He never compromised at all about his multiple identities that he carried. Mm. And if anything that he taught us, he taught us that he could never elevate one over the other. Yeah. Because it was, that would make him an incomplete person. And I think uh, this is the most relevant thing for our ailing country. <laughs> Right. That's ailing. the word, right? It is yeah. ailing and we're not recognizing ailing. the pain. Exactly. It's, a, it's an ailing country. And the constitution is a promise, right? <laughs> the Bill of Rights is a promise, not a guarantee. Mm. And which actually means that we need to keep struggling so that the promise can be fulfilled. So I, I mean, think sometimes we lose sight of that. That's so true. Uh, now, having bestowed, um, you know, a, 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 an iconic status um, that's mm-hmm. so well-deserved, where are you taking this journey? What is yeah. next in Pumi's plate? I mean, I have to give Tommy and all his team, you know, uh, him being at the helm of this, for really, like, sticking through for 10 years and actually hearing the voices, like he was saying last night, although I missed it, but you know, it's time to for constructive engagement, and I really truly welcome that. Mm. And for him to both host the party, you know, but at the same time, plan um, and be open to ensuring that the substantive issues that can talk to the times. That's and it. of course, there's Java's teaching up like that. Like oh, that affirming space oh. in and of itself is, is very important for many people who are oppressed and excluded. Mm. And I am, I have never lost sight of, uh, you know, Simon in my life. Mm. And um, I personally never like individual uh, awards, <laughs> I have to confess. <laughs> but I this one, I'm sure you receive with pride. <laughs> I'm sure this particular no, one do, you receive I with do, pride. But I think the important thing about joining a struggle is that there are many people also already in the struggle. Mm. And that, uh, that presence of the substantive issues at the awards last night, and Tammy's invitation is an affirmation of how all of these uh, energies can come together, whether we do it by claiming spaces or whether we do it by protest. They remain very important and relevant to our time. And I guess, I, I mean, I have to end this conversation by recognizing um, you acknowledging that uh, there are thousands who continue to struggle side by side. And this is important. Thank you, Chriselda. Indeed. And it's for all and those still upcoming generations struggling to come out. All of this wouldn't make sense if it wasn't for really paving the path Mm. for a just and fair Africa and world. Wow. Thank you, Pumi. Thank you very much. Congratulations. And uh, and congratulations to everyone too who made it yesterday. Including the one who took one by force. Uh, You must ask about (laughs) that story.
find out. Find out about that story. And uh, yeah, no, what an incredible uh, evening it was. That's Pumim Tetwa, who was recognized as uh, uh, the very first ever uh, Simon Ngoli um, Feather Award and uh, uh, incredible human beings and sharing their stories and uh, their journey uh, into fighting for the liberation of the soul and, and that's what it's about.